thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast again. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Rutherford, and I'm so excited that you're with us uh, for this particular episode of this podcast. I'm so thankful uh, that you're with us listening. I'm so grateful uh, that you've been listening to this podcast, uh, not only just this specific podcast, but maybe even listening to us uh, through the Scattered Abroad Network and the platform that we have and that we use, and if that's the case, I'm so thankful for your support. Uh, We've got a lot of big things coming up as we kind of wrap up this year and as we go into next year, uh, 2020. It's crazy. 2022 is right around the corner. It, it, this year is flying by. Um, it's 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 crazy for me to think how, how quickly things are going. Uh, but it's good. Uh, I guess it means we're staying busy and uh, got all kinds of things going on. So, but we do have a lot of a lot of big stuff coming up uh, for the network next year. And so I do hope that you uh, stay tuned to that. That you uh, check us out on all of our social media platforms. And as always, you can find those links in our show notes below. Uh, but there you're going to be able to uh, kind of stay in touch with us and kind of stay up to date with the network. Also, one of the best ways to do this is if you um, sign up for our newsletter, and you can do that on our website, scatteredabroad.org. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the website, put in your name, your email, and then we send out monthly emails that kind of um, update you on uh, some of the things that we've got going on uh, throughout the month and throughout the year and some of our analytics and statistics that we have. Um, so we're just grateful uh, for all the things that we're able to do. Obviously, all glory to God, um, but we couldn't do these things without you as our audience and our listeners, and we're thankful uh, for that. If you've been keeping up with this particular podcast, you know uh, here on the Transformed Podcast that we've been, this season, we've been doing this this theme of of uh, being transformed into. And we're talking about things that uh, we can add into our lives, maybe looking at individuals that we can add, uh, their, look at their faith and see some of the things that they're doing in their lives um, and we can look at look at those things and add them into our lives. Uh, and if you remember going back to the very beginning of, of this season, I know that's kind of a long time ago. So if you stuck with this 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 long, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Um, but remember going back into uh into into season the beginning of season two uh, we talked about transforming into a person of faith and my good friend, uh, Ben McDonald, uh, hopped on the podcast with me and we did an eight lesson series, an eight episode series, uh, walking through Hebrews chapter 11. And we looked at different individuals, um, different, uh, people that stood out to us, um, as we walked through that chapter, that great hall of faith, as we often call it, and we looked at their lives and uh, many of the things that they did, um, that, that allowed them to be named and be, and to be added in Hebrews chapter 11, um, we looked at their faith and uh, many of the things that they did, but then we also looked at a lot of the things that um, so, so some of the some of the things that they did that were not so good, because um, we know that obviously no individual in this world on this earth has or ever will be perfect other than that of Jesus Christ. And so we were able to look at them as individuals, great pillars of faith, and yet people who also aren't perfect. Uh, We can learn from their mistakes as much as we can learn from the good things that they did in life as well. But then we also, um, after that, we concluded that we embarked upon another eight episode series, um, Transformed 
into um, a soldier for God. And we did that with our brother, Jeff Archie um, from the International Gospel Hour. And we walked through Ephesians chapter six and we looked at uh, the armor, uh, the, the armor of God and the different things that we need to add into our lives to help us be the best that we can be for our God in heaven above. We understand that we certainly are in a war. We certainly are fighting in this life, um, the devil, and we're fighting sin and so many things like that of that nature. Um, when we need all that we can uh, on our side to to make sure that we come out victorious. And obviously we know that if we are faithful to God with God on our side, we know that we will come out victorious. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we're grateful for that promise that we have been given there. But today, to close out um, this, uh, this particular season, um, I'm already planning for season three, so I hope you're planning on staying with us for that. But to close out season two, we have five episodes left. And to help me do this is my good friend, a uh, great brother in Christ, someone who is on fire for God, someone who is super, super busy in, in his work, is our brother Tucker Wallace. Tucker, thanks so much, man, for taking some time and being on the podcast today. Dude, thank you so much. It's an honor to be a part of you guys. And um, you could have picked a better guy to finish this off. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really grateful to be with you guys. It's What y'all are doing is really cool and inspiring to know that there's other people our age out there um, using these tools to just try to reach people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tucker, how old are you? Uh, I'm 26. 26. Okay, <laughs> I'm, 20, I'm 20, 26. Okay, I'm 24. Going to be 25 in January. So we're kind of in the oh, in the same age there a little bit. Um, kind of at the same stage of life. Of course, I, we're going to introduce your family. Uh, but I know you've got a little one at home. I've got a little one almost at home. Uh, maybe just to, just here in yeah. a couple of weeks. Maybe by the time you're actually listening to this, we will already have our baby here in this world. I don't know yet. It's kind of crazy. When you record ahead, you don't really know what's going to happen when, uh, when your podcast actually <laughs> airs. Um, but uh, I'm super thankful for Tucker and the great work that he does. Um, and I won't get into any of that. I'll let him introduce himself. So Tucker, go ahead, um, talk to our audience about some of the, uh, talk about you, your background, your work, some of the things that you do and the projects you're involved in. Yeah, man. Um, dude, yeah. Well, quick side note, becoming a parent literally does change your life. Um, like they always say, but, yeah. um, so we're really happy for y'all. So my name is Tucker. Um, I'm about six, five, uh, love chocolate milk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, um, my wife and I, her name is Megan. Uh, we've been married almost four years now and we have a little boy named Dirks, um, like Dirks Bentley, the country singer. Um, we recently just got his first haircut. So he had a mullet, but now it's just the normal, little boy haircut so Man, it's I love crazy how see, fast time I love goes. the I love the mullet craze like everybody's wearing mullets now and I actually kind of like it my wife she hates it but I think it looks kind of good <laughs> you should totally do it for season three that'd be cool <laughs> I should. Um, that would be awesome um but we live we moved to uh Mississippi in which you I feel like once you live here for a little while then you start calling it Mississippi and so now we're Mississippians and um we originally both grew up in small towns and I grew up in West Tennessee in a little town called Milan. Some people call it Milan and it's around Jackson, Tennessee. And then Meg grew up in, um, she originally grew up in a place called Drummond's, which is like really out there in like a small town, um, out in the boonies kind of, but then she originally kind of moved to Mumford and Brighton, Tennessee. But, um, um, we met through my grandparents and started dating back in 2017 and, uh, meeting her, um, literally changed my life and uh eternally and like um here on earth but um i work at a place called gbn stands for a uh, gospel broadcasting network and um it's a christian film studio kind of like um like you guys have a network where we have a network of different like little shows and different things we put on here and um 
Yeah. And so we, I'm grateful to work for, for those guys. And um, just honestly, it's just humbling to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And I know you feel about the same way about, yeah, um, it, it, it's different. Um, doing like you can do anything with your life, um, and honor God, no matter what it is. And so since I come from a film background, um, went to school at MTSU, um, for video production. And then just ever since I was like nine, had a camera in my hands. Um, but like whenever you do something that it, it's something that you love to do and then you're able to do it for God, like it, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to, uh, to be able to make films, um, to make, I do short videos and the short films and, um, here at GBN, we've now made uh, two movies and, so it's just, I'm, I'm thankful for that. It's really cool. I love doing that. And then my wife and Dirks and I recently started a, a family vlog called homemade. And, um, we talked with ministry league. Um, we had the idea of coming up with a family vlog for ourselves, just something to capture with life and faith and positivity yeah, for in sure. small town. And, uh, and, uh, so we started and the ministry league reached out to us and they're like, Hey, like we like the idea. And I was like, Oh, sweet. It's like, um, they're like, no one in the brotherhood's doing that. And I was like, well, Hey, we just want to do it for our family and hope it can, I don't know, try to spread some positivity. So we started that back around, I guess, July. Um, we have a, um, a family vlog that comes out every Tuesday and it's the whole purpose is just to make the most of life, um, enjoy the moments that homemade and ultimately, uh, share Jesus through all that and through like, I guess a real life thing. But, um, those are the two things we're really working on right now. Um, yeah, staying busy. Um, we're always staying busy at GBN and, um, doing a lot of, a lot of films and trying to come up with new stuff, just like you guys trying to be like, how can we reach people in a new way or, or, or just, you know, and, um, and then outside of work, just, um, loving doing the the family stories. I think it's, I'm really, really proud that, um, I never would have guessed this, this is where I'd be in my life and this is where the direction it went, but, um, I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. That's awesome, man. Cause I know you, you do, um, Y- y'all do uh, the Authentic Christian Podcast. Um, I know that that's kind of been a yeah. big hit. A lot of people have been really listening to that. Um, and then also the Campfire Stories and, and a lot of stuff like that. Talk a little bit about that and kind of some of the stuff that y'all are able to do with that. Yeah, man. So last year was crazy. Like nobody expected 2020. Um, yeah. We all know, you know, everything. Right. No one expected For that. Sure. And um, Aaron uh, Gallagher, who uh, – I work with at GBN. He had come up to Scott Ingram and I was like, Hey, he had this idea about starting a podcast. And, um, he's like, all right, we want to do it. He's like, we want to do it together. So we, we joined a team and we started brainstorming and we're like, okay, like our Instagram that we currently have for GBN is called the authentic Christian. And we're like, well, let's just do that. Let's just use that name. And so we started brainstorming a whole lot. Like we spent months and hours brainstorming equipment and cameras, but really like what what is this like what is our our niche what is our our perspective of who we're trying to reach and um, majority of the people that um, are following our instagram account do come from a christian culture background which um, i use that word christian culture just as a a relative word that you know everyone in the world um, claiming christianity and all that like um, everyone comes from uh, that similar background so we're like okay like how can we uh, reach people um at their at, at and be like a friend and um, try to like grow with them as with the podcast grows on right. as each episode builds. It's like you're like a friendship. And so, and then, you know, as a, when you're, when you're with a friend, you don't just sometimes lay out the hard stuff. Sometimes um, you have to get to know that friend. And then as the, your friendship grows and builds then you're able to talk about hard stuff because you trust each other. And so that was the kind of the layout of like 
let's start from episode one of like why we're here. And then as the episodes um, go on, um, start talking about even bigger things and um, some hard stuff. Um, but try to the best we can do it at a loving, truthful way. Um, and also too, we, we were like, um, one of my jobs at GBN is gr- doing a lot of graphics. So I handle all the graphics for Instagram um, and the podcast and different things. And so we're like, all right, we've, we've got to do our best as a team to figure out what look we want to um, try to like, I feel like sometimes we think as long as we have the truth, people will come no matter what. And um, the truth should never change. But sometimes um, we do need to watch how we create stuff. Cause if we just, people see if something's just thrown together. And so we spend a lot of time like, okay, how can we make all the graphics and everything be right. the best they can? Um, although the truth never does change. And so right. we're really grateful how that, um, how that has grown. And, you know, to anyone that listened to that, we're really thankful we started season two and, um, just never would have guessed, you know, where it's at now. And, um, when we finished that, we were like, um, we're like talking about this idea of like, what if we went camping and we did about 10 episodes and we just literally, uh, camped and, um, filmed us doing all camping stuff, fishing yeah. and all the different things. And, and then put a, like a Bible story behind it, um, in a, in a relative way. And so we we're like, Oh, this is like parables. Like me and Aaron, when I were listening and, uh, our preacher at South Haven was like, he was talking about parables, parables. And we're like, this is literally the campfire stories idea. It's like <laughs> heavenly stories in an earthly way. Yeah. I think I said that right. <laughs> or earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. There you, there you go. So they, we, um, we don't really talk about this, but we filmed it in like, like less than, it was like 36 hours altogether. We got out there, oh, wow. our crew and everybody out there with, um, which is beautiful. I feel like God, I mean, we've been praying about it so much and yeah. God took care of us with the weather. And, um, it was amazing how, um, how everything like nature and all turned out. And so like all glory to God for that, but got out there to this campsite filmed 10 episodes from like 10 a.m. on a Friday and we left at four o'clock as the other people were coming in to camp at the (laughs) camping spot. So I literally like (laughs) rushed it and then um, really thankful how that turned out. Um, After we finished it, because we had finished season one of the podcast and we're like, okay, we need something to fill that space because we were trying to be like, like what you guys are doing, provide content all the time. We're like, like, how do we provide weekly content? And so we're like, we'll do the campfire stories and every Wednesday they'll get a, a campfire story. And so at the very end of all those, we ended up editing it into a movie. Yeah. And um, so I, was, I really like the movie version because it's just, you can sit down and just, it flows. Right. And, um, and, but then like, they were like, all right, well, we have an idea about what if we created a podcast on each campfire story to kind of break down that four minute thing, you, that story. Mm-hmm. And so sure. we wrapped that up. Last year was super, super busy. Um, and, but I'm just very, I keep saying, but I'm, I'm grateful how it all turned out. Like I just, yeah. I would have never thought we'd be able to do some of these things and sure. uh, with the podcast and, and then with the campfire stories and all that. And, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. We've all watched it and we appreciate y'all's responses and, um, we've all glory to God. Uh, we've gotten a lot of contacts from people saying, you know, they're, te- they're testing the scriptures from what they've grown up believing. And so that's, that's the ultimate goal is to sure. check the scriptures, love God, and hopefully obey the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like we always say, well, I'll link all your stuff down in our show notes below. So if anybody's interested um, in watching um, any of these things or checking any of them out, they'll be all in our, all of them will be in our show notes uh, below. All those links will be, Um, you mentioned, and I think this is interesting. You talked about, you know, trying to come up with content um, 
that's scripturally based, biblically founded, um, but then also trying to present it in a way that people can understand. And yet that's also appealing to people too. Um, that's what we've yeah. had. We dedicated actually two episodes in our summer <laughs> series um, here at the network um, on the through their eyes podcast. And we talked with a couple of guys who were big into um, like technology cameras, um, stuff like that. And the streaming aspect of it. And of course, you know, from 2020, um, going into this year, um, you know, there were a lot of congregations who didn't stream, who, who you know, who didn't <laughs> yeah. get into the technology side of things. And yet now uh, you're hard pressed to find a congregation that doesn't do that, which is good. Um, and I've, you know, and yeah. I've said this before, a lot of people talk about 2020, how a lot of bad things happened. And yes, a lot of bad things did happen, but a lot of good things came out of it as well. A lot of good opportunities, oh, yeah. a lot of good opportunity for growth. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of places, um, took advantage of that. Um, and so, one of the things that I, the, I thought was interesting, you mentioned trying to, um, you know, present it in a way that is uh, somewhat appealing to people. And that's something that we've really, not necessarily struggled with, but we've really tried to be conscious of with our, with our content and our, like our graphics and everything that we put out, our video work and everything. We try to do every, obviously everything, the truth is your foundation of, of what you do. If we didn't have it, then there would be no point to what we do. Um, but yeah. you know, trying to present in a way that people are like, wow, that looks interesting. Let me check it out. You know, that, that's definitely kind of <laughs> yeah. a battle that you got to kind of face, you know, cause I know you, you know that cause you're, uh, you're in all the graphic work there at GBN and a lot of, you put a lot of that stuff together. So, I mean, you know, that, that's definitely a hurdle I think for, for a lot of people. Dude, like y'all guys are killing it, man. Um, I was so excited to see y'all when y'all first started like, um, sharing what y'all are about to do uh and now like looking at everything i've done like and still doing i think it's incredible like i mean i know one of the videographers that work for you guys uh matthew teske and just yeah. incredible guy and he's doing awesome work yeah. like um and the cool thing about this stuff is like you're all, you're always learning so like oh yeah i feel like we're always learning and growing and um you know i'm learning from you guys and um I do think that sometimes the social media and graphics and all that stuff can be overlooked as if it's just as, you know, as long as we just have the truth, right. it doesn't matter. But it, it, it you know, you never um, take anything away from the truth, but um, it's just like anything else in life. Like oh, you yeah. enjoy something that maybe looks good. And so I agree with the same thing. Our goal is too is like, all right, how do we make this as, as cool as you can and relatable. And then like when we package the truth with it, like hopefully it comes off, um, nice <laughs> yeah no definitely i i 100 with you it's definitely so, something like a line you got to figure out you know where it's at um but it's definitely definitely a challenge but it's a neat challenge though because it's something that i think a lot of places don't do um you kind of hit an area a lot of places yeah. don't hit so definitely definitely a really really cool thing man I, tucker i really appreciate all the work that you you and aaron and scott are doing there with, with your podcast and obviously oh, man, thank every, you. everybody gbn you guys are doing a, a lot of cool things um but yeah, let's let's hop into the podcast, man. I know we did twenty right, minutes bro. of introduction, so let's roll. <laughs> let's roll with it. Um, but no, I'm just super excited for these last these last uh, these last few episodes here on the Transform Podcast. And it's funny, you know, I was I was sitting there thinking as I was planning out planning out my my, my season. I was thinking I've got five episodes left. What can I do in a set of five? Because I had done a set, a, like a series of eight, a series of eight, and then I had five left. I'm like, what do I need to do? And I was thinking. Five, plan of salvation. That just makes sense. You know, cap it off um, yeah. with what it is, what it means to become a Christian. And I think that's great because one of the big things when we were looking at doing the network um, was trying to reach out to a lot of people 
who haven't come into contact with the church or with the blood of Jesus Christ, with baptism, anything like that. Um, and so that was definitely a big um, demographic of audience that we wanted to hit. And so I thought, why not close out this season with this idea of being transformed into a Christian and really specifically a New Testament Christian. Cause I, you know, I know the word Christian gets thrown out there a lot. Um, and Tucker, I'm sure, you know, you may talk a little bit about that um, as we go on, but let me ask you this Tucker, and we'll kind of kick things off here. Um, you did not grow up in the Lord's church. Um, and obviously you, you have this conversion story, this journey that you had to go on in order to get to where you are now. Talk about that. Talk to our audience. Um, and even to me, I don't think you and I have actually ever talked about this maybe, um, in, in depth and detail. I've watched um, a lot of your content on it cause you have put out content on your actual conversion story, but talk to our audience about that and kind of how things went for you. Yeah, man. Um, you know, there's so many, we've actually, yeah, we've never talked about this before. And, um, there's so much confusion out there and I think we all recognize it. I think we all see it out there and wonder like, is this how it's supposed to be? But, you know, I think, I think a lot of people just like myself, you just have a, you just try to do the best you can and you live your life. And right. um, sometimes you, you don't think about like, well, maybe, you know, is it truly possible to simply just be Jesus's or, um, you know, do, do we have to just kind of go along with all the, the confusion? Because you know, I grew up in a small town and, um, amazing people there. And like you go to the next town over and then you, you know, drive down main street or something, then there's like 10 different church there. And it's yeah. okay. Like if we're all claiming to be Christians, but we're all divided and we all carry different names and like, you know, I believe this, you believe that, I and mean, we don't carry this and we don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, what, you know, what, where is the, uh, clarity out of all that. And, um, I, I did, I do remember growing up in, in, you know, I grew up in a small town and had, um, awesome friends and just had, I was really grateful for that. Like I had a really good friend group and we really bonded and we would actually meet up and have like, we call them real talks and we would just talk about God and talk about life. And yeah. looking back, I actually had two friends that were in the church, but didn't really you know, I didn't really uh, know it. I mean, yeah. I kind of knew it, but and I just didn't, you know, it didn't make sense to me then. Sure. Um, but my friends, like we had, I was a Southern Baptist and we had, you know, friends that were, you know, either non-denomination or Pentecostal or Methodist. And we just, just all got together and loved each other and were friends and went through hard times. Um, and so that, that was kind of my, uh, I guess like background of growing up and I had a strong youth group, um, at the Southern Baptist church I went to and like, and, you know, if they ever listen to this, it's like, Hey, I love you guys. Like it was, we had some awesome times, but I never, you know, I always wondered like, is it supposed to be this way? Um, you know, what if someone became a Christian, like which church do you go to? And so that kind of played out, you know, going to college and all that and, um, being on your own. And my, uh, my family comes from a big back Baptist background, Southern Baptist. And, and so like I stayed at the BCM in college, the Baptist collegiate ministry building. And so I was the janitor there and everything. So I was like, you know, like, but at the end of the yeah. day, it was, um, I just loved, I loved Jesus and I just want to do the best I can. And, um, I did hold to the Baptist faith cause I, you know, I knew there were some things that I didn't believe with miracles and different things that were still, people say they talk in tongues and I was like, well, I don't really believe that's still happening. But, but anyways, um, it really got built up to the very last year, my senior year of college at MTSU, where I felt like I got the closest to God that I just felt like that was it. Like, this is the closest I'm at with God. And I just want whatever he wants for my life. And, um, I remember just praying. Um, and I, I was actually, 
pursuing this girl at the time and I, and I stopped and I was like, okay, God, I'm just going to give my relationship, my future wife over to you and trust you and just focus on you. And then little did I know, like uh, a little while later, um, I got a call from my grandfather and he, um, he was trying to tell me how this girl came onto his land with her dog and this lady that he knows and to take pictures. Um, and so, um, this lady named Miss Jan, a uh, wonderful, sweet lady. She, uh, she actually went to, she went to the congregation with Megan at Brighton church of Christ. And so, um, they, uh, Miss Jan knows my grandfather, my grandfather, they live out Nana pops. They live out on like 11 acres of land or so. It's, you know, it's, it's awesome going out there. So she was like, let me take you up here. And Mr. Billy would be cool with you taking pictures up here. So they went out there, took pictures. Um, and then my pops calls me and he's like, Hey, I got to, I met this pretty girl. She came to my land today and I tried to hook you, you know, he tried to hook you up. And I was like, what are you doing? And, uh, me and my, my stepbrother Mac were sitting there eating supper. And I was like, you'll never believe like what he's doing. Like he tried to hook me up. And I guess like long story short, like I, I reached out to Meg and then we went on our first date and that's where, um, all this started. The ball started rolling. That was the first time everything yeah. started rolling. That's funny. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Um, and I obviously we'll hear more about this, um, you know, as we go through talking about this, this idea uh, of becoming a Christian, because obviously that's what happened for you. Um, I think it's interesting yeah. too. And I think we're going to kind of see this, you know, you talked about how, you know, with your background, obviously you believed in God, you believed in the Bible, yeah. you believed in Jesus, you understood yeah. who he was and what he had done. And yet you were still at the point to where you understood you weren't a Christian yet. Um, and I think that's where a yeah. lot of people struggle with, you know, there's so many good moral people out there in the world. Um, and there's so many, um, good individuals who are doing good things, um, and who believe in God, who go to worship, um, and who do good things, but just doing good things, um, I guess maybe yeah. in a blunt way, isn't good enough. Um, and you know, you can be a good person and still not be a Christian. Um, and so I think that's just a difference that we have to understand. Um, and I think that's, uh, that turns a lot of people off. Um, and that, because they think, well, yeah. why can't it just be this way? Um, uh, but we understand as we go through scripture that Jesus has laid out that number one, he's the authority. It is his body. It is his church. Therefore we must do uh, things by his way in order to get into his body. Um, and when we don't do that, I mean, simply put, we're just not able to get into the body and therefore we're not in a saved state, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's tough because we do live like we live in this culture where everything is accepting as long as you okay. put Jesus's name on it. Yeah. 100%. Um, it, it took me nine months to um, to come to realize fully that I was lost mm -hmm. because you carry, you know, I wrote some notes down. It's like you carry. um all these things with you. Like, well, what about all those times with my friends when we were pouring our hearts out and one of my friends, you know, tried to commit suicide and we were there and we held, you know, we were there for him. And it's like, what about all these times that, you know, you did something good, you know, we, we ended up making a movie in high school. It's like, what about that? What about all these different yeah. events that happened? Yeah. What about church camp? And you're like, this can't possibly like something's going on. And so when you start questioning, like, how you grew up and how your homegrown faith is. And, um, not that it's not real, but it's, um, cause it might, I would, you know, anyone that's listening, it's in the same shoes. It's like, it's real. Like it's, and it's, I struggled with that for a while being like, was that everything I did in vain? Like was all of it for nothing. But, you know, I was talking to um, a family member last night and I was sharing like, you know, all of those things, although, you know, they weren't in scripture, if it wasn't, for 
um, my family loving me and taking me to, uh, to hear scripture and hear the gospel, even though it was a Southern Baptist church, you know, that they, they kind of set the foundation of at least let me introduce who is Jesus. And so like, to the ones out there that might be doing the first time ever struggling with this, it's don't look back on your life and be like, Oh man, like this was all for nothing. Right. Because you know, it, even though it, it might not line up with scripture and you know, we always need to, if we say something that's in scripture, we're not doing that. We need to go, okay, I love God, humble myself and repent and do that. It still led you to where you are in your life. And so when I, that led up to the moment where I was in my life, like I did love Jesus and I, you know, I'd heard the gospel and different things, but the more, um, and when I met Meg and she said, she grew up in the church and I grew up Southern Baptist. That, that was when it's like, okay, I love Jesus, but what, what does it mean to simply be a Christian, to not carry any man-made name or anything and just to, just to be his. And so, right. um, at nine months from, uh, we met, so we actually did something a little different than most people. We got, we met and started dating in January and then we married in December. Oh, wow. um, and a lot of people were like, were y'all, <laughs> a lot of people were like, are y'all pregnant? Y'all pregnant? We're like, no, we just love each other. Yeah. We love God and we want to spend the rest of our life together. Yeah. And I don't regret it at all. I, that's, I was 22 oh, sure. and Meg, Meg, I think Meg was 21. Um, but anyways, like, um, uh, yeah. So like I'm getting lost. Um, yeah. So that led up to us talking about that. We started talking about, um, the church, um, that belongs to Jesus. And I started, uh, when I, I moved, I graduated from college, moved down the job that I was trying to get, uh, they ended up canceling it. So I became a car salesman for like three days and then <laughs> that didn't work out. So actually a lady in the church ended up offering me a job, thankfully. Oh, wow. So it's kind of cool looking That's back awesome. and seeing how God took care of me. Yeah. Um, and, like that job lasted for me to have insurance and everything for us to get married and all that. And a lot of video opportunities came out of that. Um, but I got to spend a lot of time with her parents and we talked about, we did Bible studies and just question stuff and then ended up leading up to meeting Bruce Hatcher. Um, uh, one of my all time favorite preachers and, um, just started like digging through. And so I guess with this episode, I know you just focus on hearing. So I had heard a lot of stuff in my past and that kind of helped at least set the foundation of, you know, loving Jesus and everything. But it wasn't until I started hearing the actual truth of all these scriptures that were left out when I started really questioning things. Sure. No, absolutely. You know, we talk, we talk about this idea of hearing, you kind of introed it really well there. Um, obviously that when we read through scripture, that's the, that's the first step and naturally anyway, you know, that you have to do yeah. in order to come to an understanding of something. You can't understand something that you've never heard before. So you have to <laughs> hear it. You know, that's just naturally logically how it plays out. So talk about the role that hearing played in your conversion. Um, and again, I know you talked about how it kind of led up to it, but talk, talk about just for a moment, um, the idea of hearing as it, as it played into, into your conversion. Yeah. So Megan and I were sitting at the Sonic drive through first day and when we both shared, like I grew up Southern Baptist, but I, you know, I was a Christian and she grew up in the church and everything. Um, that was the first time of hearing that what, you know, that was the first time of hearing about the idea of just being a Christian. Um, cause that was kind of foreign to me. And then, um, even though I thought about it in my past, um, and then I remember, I started, I started reading a bunch of articles cause I hadn't graduated college yet. So I was reading a bunch of articles. I'd travel back to Murfreesboro and I would look up stuff. You yeah. know, there's websites out there that with a, uh, like a more of a Southern Baptist twist behind it. And then mm -hmm. there's some articles out there that are like 
this is all the scriptures and like nothing left out. So I would compare them and we would talk on the phone. And cause that was when it started questioning things of like, Oh wow. Like there are some things that I don't know. And I go ask um, one of my family members and they'd be like, well, and then, so that that's when I started hearing some of the truth. Um, it started like that first time um, pulling back the onion. Uh, and then whenever I graduated and I was able to like do Bible studies with her parents, her dad and her mom were so kind and loving and um, I don't, I don't, I don't really talk about this a lot, but when you, uh, when you start trying to seek truth, um, people turn on you sure, because they're, they're afraid. And um, I don't really talk about it a lot, but uh, just, just know that like if, if, if you start questioning things um, and seeking the truth, no matter, you know, somebody, someone's going to end up turning on you thinking you're crazy and, or in a cult or, um, that you're denying how are you, this or that, but, um, I, I want to respect, um, the ones that I, I don't want to say anything. Cause, um, I love everyone that, that, that did turn on me, but now it's, now it's a lot better several years later, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't really talk about that much, but yeah. So doing Bible studies with their parents, um, just breaking that down and her dad at night, like I go to work and come back and uh, we do a Bible study at their house. And just, um, he just showed me stuff kind and loving and let the Bible speak for itself. And that built up eventually us choosing to go to Cordova church of Christ in Cordova, Tennessee. Um, and we met Bruce Hatcher, um, and, and just, that was incredible. Um, so yeah, hearing it for the first time, um, it, it, it was tough. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Um, you know, for some people like, for some people, this idea of conversion, I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, really, I guess for everybody, but, um, yeah. you know, for, for you, you're, you used to doing something a specific way and then you understand I've been doing it the wrong way this whole time. Um, and then, you know, yeah. they having to make that turn, that one 180 degree turn going back the other way. And we'll talk about that, uh, when it comes to repentance, you know, in, in, in a couple of episodes. Um, but, I mean, you know, you think of, you talk about people that have, you know, turned on you, um, and have kind of gone the other way. Um, you know, I think about Jesus, um, even, I mean, even his own family, yeah. you know, turned on him yeah. and was not willing to be with him. And so I think about, um, you know, I, I just, I have so much respect for people, um, who have come out, um, from a denomination or even maybe from a non-denominational background and coming into the church. Um, I have so much respect because I, like, I don't have any experience in that. Like I grew up in the church and I, I count myself blessed, you know, to have been able yeah. uh, to do that. But I look at people like you, Tucker, and I see your background and where you've come from. And then I see what you're doing now. Um, and it's just, it's mind blowing to me. And I'm so appreciative, you know, of, of uh, I'm grateful to God, you know, for, for what he's done for you and what he's put in front of you and what you're doing with that. And so I'm just super excited um, you know, um, for, for your story and everything that that's going on, I'm super excited for our audience oh, to Thank hear you. that. Um, but you know, we talk about hearing, um, and obviously we talk about hearing, we talk about listening. There's a big difference in that. Um, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes maybe we throw oh, the yeah. terms around, um, maybe a little bit flippantly just because we just kind of, you know, just in our, I don't know, our lazy English culture, we just say whatever, you know, and use whatever words we, that come to mind. Um, so talk about the difference between hearing and listening, because there is a difference, um, in hearing somebody, but then actually listening to what they say. Yeah. Right now, Dirks is almost two. And it's like, you'd be like, Hey, don't do that. It's hot. Or, you know, something, something and he'll, he'll hear you and then he'll go away. But, um, I think the difference 
is um, hearing and listening. It's like, um, I think, you know, hearing something, you can always hear it. Like I hear music or I hear someone, someone right. could tell me some advice, but it doesn't mean I'm actually listening. Um, and I think a lot of people um, have heard a lot of the truth at many different times, but, um, but are they listening? And I think for me, it's like, um, you know, I heard people talk about the church growing up, but you know, I wasn't, I didn't think about it, but they, I think the, the difference in hearing and listening is intentionally trying to um, hear someone and think about those thoughts and then maybe put it into action. And so I think when a person hears the truth, um, you know, to, to take a second thought and to be like, okay, what does this mean? Don't just, don't just accept what everybody tells you and don't just be like, well, I have a good heart and that's it. Like for the first time ever, just like listen to God's word and like, like, and I say listen, but like really let it sink in. Like, all right, if this is, if this is how God, um, there's some Greek word I um, heard called theopneustos and it's like, uh, probably mispronounce it, but it's like <laughs> God breathed. And it's like, if he breathed these words, through these men, well, through the Holy Spirit to these men to write this down for us. It's like, it means something when, um, like if we read it not just to take it the way the Christian culture is pushing everything out there nowadays, but to really be like, okay, Lord, you breathe these words through the Holy Spirit into these men for us to read. Like this says something. And if I love you, I will humble myself and, um, I will be like, okay, no matter what, even if I grew up this way or this is happening or I have this family member or I have this here, I want to choose your truth no matter what. Um, so I guess that's what hearing and listening means to me. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. Um, and I think about, I think a lot of it has to do with our attitude when I think about this too. Um, because like you talked about how it's intentional, uh, you know, it has to be something that we're willing to do. Um, and like, yeah. you know, you talked about, you talk about Dirks and I think, I just think about back to when I was a kid, there were a lot of times when I, I heard my parents but did I listen to it? <laughs> Not really. Um, it's because I wasn't intentional, like you said, but it's because my attitude wasn't in the right place. It wasn't where it needed to be. Yeah. And so when it comes to God and when it comes to us reading and studying his word, being diligent, 2 Timothy 2.15, how that talks about it, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, so that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to make sure we put the right things in front of us to digest and to hear, but then we have to have the right attitude, the right mindset. Yeah. And like you talked about, going back to um, – Second Timothy chapter three, looking at verse uh, verse sixteen, talking about the the Bible was God breathed that is inspired. Um, when we yeah. understand the importance of that and what that truly means, then we will, I think, in some sense, we'll be kind of in awe of what God has done for <laughs> us. Um, understanding that in our hands, um, you know, we have the literal words of God, the one who created us. Like it's it's mind boggling that he's he's done that for us. And so when we have the right attitude and mindset towards that, um, then we'll be under we'll be able to understand what it is to listen and to truly listen, to take those things and then like you said, you're applying it and putting it into action. That's a big yeah. thing, big difference between wisdom and knowledge. You can have knowledge of all kinds of things, but to have wisdom is to take that and apply it, to actually put it into action. So there is a big difference between good, hearing yeah. and listening. Um, and definitely something I think that we all, I mean, I think we could all say that we need to improve on that. Um, you know, in most areas, 
of our lives. Tucker, I'm going to ask you our last question because we kind of got to run through this. This is gone. If you're still with us, thanks so much. Um, this has gone <laughs> a lot longer than I thought it would, but that's okay because um, this is this is such an awesome story with Tucker and kind of what he's been going through. Um, and uh, I was I, I fully expected this first episode to go like this because um, it kind of sets, I guess, kind of the foundation of where we're going with this um, and looking at a real life example of how um, you know, someone has, you know, transformed into a Christian, someone who has gone from being someone who they didn't need to be, um, who is now someone who is doing all the things that they can for the glory of God. And so I'm super excited that we're in this study. So if you're with us, just hang with us a little bit while longer um, as, as we go into this. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I go back to the Old Testament and we know, uh, Tucker, obviously yeah. the Old Testament, and we're not under the Old Testament anymore. Um, but as Romans 15 and verse 4 talks about, um, they were written uh, for our learning. Um, and so we can take look at the Old Testament, understand that these things are here for us to learn. And I look at passages uh, like Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 10, where Jeremiah says, To whom shall I speak and give warning, that they may hear? But then he says, Indeed, their ear is uncircumcised, and they cannot give heed. Behold, the word of the Lord is a reproach to them, and they have no delight in them. I look at passages, I go just a few chapters later to chapter 11 and verse 10, where Jeremiah again is talking. He says, they have turned back to the iniquities, to the sins of their forefathers who refuse to hear my words, and they have gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their fathers. I look at Jeremiah 17 and verse 23, but they did not obey nor incline their ear, but made their neck stiff that they might not hear nor receive instruction. And then chapter 25 and verse seven, where the, where the Bible says, yet you have not listened to me, says the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the works of your hands to your own hurt. And there's actually so many more within the book of Jeremiah. I just kind of picked, picked and yeah. picked and choose chosen. I don't know whatever. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just grabbed a couple out that we could look at um, because there's so many in the book of Jeremiah that has to do with this idea. But we know that hearing it has, and I like, I mentioned this a minute ago, it has everything to do with our mindset. And I actually kind of jumped into this last question just a few minutes ago, but talk about talk for just a quick minute, talk about the role that our attitude plays. Because I look at these passages and I look at how um, he, where I go back to Jeremiah chapter six, um, where he says the word of the Lord is a reproach to them and they have no delight in it. Obviously their mind was not where it needed to be when they heard the instructions of God. So talk about our attitude and the role that our attitude plays in hearing the gospel, um, today. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I've learned in the last four years is like listening and seeing different people, um, is that you have to come to the gospel, uh, with just a humble heart and lower yourself down and not, not come with pride and be like, well, I'm, you know, I've done all these things or I've done this and my family is this or my, you know, backgrounds this, and I've done all these different um, things in my life, but to be like, to come with that humble heart, um, you know, the story of, was it publican and the tax collector? Yeah. Uh, and he was the tax collector was like, well, I've done all these things and all that. And at least I'm not like this guy. And then the publicans like, just like on his knees and he's hitting his chest and he's like, have mercy God. And so I think we have to come to scripture and to God's word, you know, with you know, John 14, 15, 15, 14, it says like, we love Jesus, we'll keep his commandments. And for his friend, we'll do what he says. And so I think we just have to humble ourselves and, um, take the, your love that you have for God, whatever background you come from, and then just say, okay, God, what does your word say? And I want to do whatever it says. 
Right. No, I so that, yeah, I go back to that. I think that's a great example. I'll go back to Luke 18, talk about the, the Republican uh, or the, the tax collector and the Pharisee. Um, and I look at the attitudes that they have. Of course, we know the Pharisee, the one who beat on his, or rather the one who was saying, look at all these things that I do. Um, and then the tax collector, like you said, hits his knees, beats his chest and says, I'm a sinner, you know, yeah. um, help me. Um, and I think that so many people come to God. I heard it put this way. So many people come to God with their resumes in hand um, of what they can do yeah. for him. But until God has their hearts in his hand, um, then they will never be able to do what he needs them to do. Um, and so th- yeah, that's amen. always stuck with me. And just thinking about our mindset, our attitude, we have to have the right mindset because if we don't, we truly won't hear and listen um, to what the Bible is telling us to do. And when we don't do that, then it hinders us from going forward in this process of being a Christian. Um, and it, and when you hit things, there's going to be things, and I'm sure that this has been with you as it is with everybody um, who is growing. When you, The more and more you study, the more and more you understand, there are things that you need to add into your life, and then there are things that maybe you need to take out of your life. And those, those when you hit those that crossroads, the, that fork in the road, that's tough. Because you've got to make a decision of I'm going to put to death um, whatever it was that I was doing. I'm going to, that love for the world or that love for whatever I'm going to be, I'm going to put it all behind me because I'm a different person. I I don't do that anymore and I'm going to go forward. But that's, that's hard. That's hard to do for anybody. Um, But especially for someone who's, who's, you know, this, in this idea of becoming a Christian, that's tough. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it feels like your world turns upside down, but if you just hang on to the love that you have for God and the love he has for you and just hang on to that and know that, um, the family of God's here for you. I mean, that'll get you through anything. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's a, that's a great way to kind of wrap this up. You know, we have a family, uh, of God, uh, the church and it's crazy thing. It's worldwide. Um, it's amazing to me that there are people in our family across the world, hundreds of thousands of miles away that we haven't even met yet. Um, but, we share that same bond um, in Jesus Christ on the unity um, that we can have because of what he's done for us and how thankful we can be uh, for that. Tucker, thanks so much for being on this episode. Look forward to having you uh, for Thank the next you, four. I'm just so thankful that you're with us um, here uh, um, as my audience for the Transform podcast. Um, as always, everything that you need to know is in our show notes below. Thank you again so much for being with us. And as always, God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.